Justin, how are we today, my man? It's a big three Friday. Got to be good on a big three Friday. I mean, we're coming off of a perfect Wednesday. We killed it in the weather pool. I'm trying to give myself the nickname, the weatherman. I don't know. Things mm, are feeling good. I, that nickname's going to stick, but uh, 10 of 14 in the weather pool. Pretty good. Not bad at all. It turns out you need to go 13 of 14 to make money. That's okay. One of these days, we will get there. We're inching ever so close. We were always flirting around 14, 4 of 14, something like that. Now 9 in four of 14, now 10 of 14. We're moving on up, and you are a go-to guy. Well done by you. Yes. Also, Justin, you're like the first guy ever to win the Wheel of Fortune. You are the first person in show history to go perfect in Big 3 Shark Tank. Shouts to you. Phenomenal showing there. Um, and that's not even the sport you cover. You know, right now you're in the off season. So, wow, 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 wow. Um, yeah, perfect. I want about perfect 20 bucks. Shout out Zach Castro, by the way. We got a comment on there. He commented a couple of times uh, on the last pod. I didn't shout him out. No hard feelings. We're in the we're in the Madden League together. So shout out the DNVR Madden mm. League. But I didn't know I was the first person ever to go three and zero. That that makes me feel pretty good about myself. Yeah, in fairness, second edition of that uh, here game. So you know, but That's all right, they don't <laughs> need to know that. Really setting a high bar. Amazingly, <laughs> Drew in the first edition just goes one and two, but the nine selections I gave him eight losers. So he was able to pick the one winner on that slate to now give us. Four consecutive winning days, 17 and six this week. I mean, we are now the record since doing big threes, 350 and 220. Wow. Um, so all we do is win, baby. All we do is win. Rarefied air right now. Great time to be a member of the DMVR family. And uh, yeah, just a, a great time to get our bet on and a great Friday. So let's get into it. We're sticking to my big three. And then the champ needs to uh, defend his title. I cannot <laughs> wait. And then because Justin is here, we're going to take advantage of his immense college football knowledge. Get you ready for that season. Justin, it's August 20th. Like, I, I, I think I can smell college football. If I, if I try real hard, I can almost smell some, uh, some brats on a tailgate uh, grill. Boy, it's, it's lingering. It's like just it, around the corner. You know, when you're approaching the stadium and yes. you're still like a mile and a half away, but the excitement <laughs> is palpable. It's it's on the it's on the horizon. You can see the stadium. The smell of the hot dogs is creeping around the corner. We're so close, man. We're so close. We really I just are. can't wait. And because of that second second half of the show, we are going to get into that. Um, by the way, love the new set. Great background. Uh, what you got right there Thanks, is man. phenomenal. The old my, Denver uh, D. I know. Got a nice little hand-me-down from my grandpa. Been a season ticket holder since the late 60s. Broncos through and through, man. It's in my blood. Yeah, absolutely. I've got some ticket stub from the 70s back here from my grandpa. So yeah, I love that orange pennant you have on the on the far side. I have that one as well. A couple of the AFC championship ones. That's that's something we need back in sports mm. culture. I know they make pennants still technically, but they're dope. Let's let's bring the pennant back. I think it needs to be uh, revived a little bit with with the younger generation. 
I think uh, I think you're spot on. I love our little pennant logo, and uh, more can be done with that, no doubt. That's what I'm saying. More can be done on this winning front on Friday. Friday slate, weekend slate. We've got you covered. Let's start with my big three. Um, and all but one game starts at five, so you like to see that. We'll be able to get all our picks in. And we've got many selections. Justin, I don't know if you know this, but CJ Crone is Mr. Friday Night here on the show. Um, it, Ryan just named him that, put him in an SGP. And, uh, you know, he's been on a tear ever since. It's why the number's set at one and a half. Plus 180, though, is phenomenal juice because he has got a hit on five consecutive Fridays. He's had multi-hit games in five of his last nine Fridays. He is batting 320 okay. against lefties, taking on the lowly D-backs who will be starting the lefty on the mound. Essentially, we're looking at a 50-50 proposition at plus 180 value. This is phenomenal juice. Wouldn't be surprised if CJ got this taken care, done and dusted by his first two ABs. Then we have Miami taking on Cincinnati. I've been loving these Miami nerfies because uh, they just have some pretty good pitching. Elizier Hernandez on the mound against Sonny Gray. Reds uh, Reds have been a little up and down, but in Cincy, I think we stay scoreless through that first one, and then whatever, the Reds probably blow them out. And then Atlanta, Baltimore. We are going Yurfie, a popular strategy to Yurfie it up when the Oilers, Orioles, <laughs> Orioles, not Oilers, are... Um, are are in action. Keegan Aiken, the starter for Baltimore, 0 and 7 and an 8-13 ERA. The Braves can knock you around. Max Fried on the on the mound for them. I'm just feeling a Yurfi in a game that's probably going to get out of hand quite quickly. So there you go. There's my big three. Um, and all those from games that are in action. We are going to get to the weekend slate now with Justin as announced uh, earlier we will play yet another edition of big three shark tank and uh the order i put these in a little more weekend slate heavy to start with uh, a little mix and match ufc mls and then we get into some more baseball including the rockies who aside from crone i didn't touch on in my big three so let's start it off let's see what justin likes and justin i have expanded it since drew um was given the poopiest possible big shark tank, big three shark tank options ever. You can choose to not take any of the nine options I gave you and instead substitute any of these picks with one of my big three, with any of the odds boosts on the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now, or any of the college football futures that we will be talking about in the second part of the show. Okay. Cannoneer, main event, UFC. Um, taking on Kevin Guzman, who's just kind of struggled. Seven of the last 11 fights for Cannoneer have not gone the distance. And of those seven, he's won five. He is a, a healthy favorite, not a heavy favorite here, Justin. But um, since he's a favorite, the odds say usually Cannoneer will win by a TKO or KO and Gosman's going to play him that way. So you've got a little extra juice. I didn't just give you the money line at minus 160. I'm giving you that specific. Pro okay. Yeah. Then the second fight after the 
the penultimate fight prior to the main event where Cannoneer fights is Madsen. I'm taking him by decision, kind of a matchup between two grapplers. Madsen's never lost. Another healthy favorite here. Um, and there's nothing more exciting than betting on UFC and having a sweat out, uh, uh, just a, a, a close fight for three rounds. But this one I like. This is going to be a fun one. Plus 120. Kind of the same thinking. Um you know, in that last one, we're, we're trying to find a little more value for you on this UFC slate. I'm not sure there's anything that's as, as exhilarating as betting on UFC, but I'm also not sure if there's anything that I've had less success on mm. in the grand scheme of things. I just, I don't know, man. It feels like even when I, when, even when it's the, the no brainer and everyone's like, Oh, this guy's a lock. Then yeah. I bet on him the time that he breaks his foot when he's throwing a kick or something. You know what I mean? Like I just yes. I'm bad luck when it comes to UFC, but I really like the value on both of these. So I'm gonna keep them in the back pocket, keep it in consideration and, and hear out the rest of these. I I think you're spot on. I we had a stretch where we were making a little money on UFC, and that's where not much was going on. So I was really dialed in. I was like going back to watch old fights and dial in on the matchups, but that is a sport. You need to know your stuff, man. Um, Looks like there's a boost available. Okay. On, beautiful. Uh, that's uh that's phenomenal. Well. So there you go. You would substitute it with that. Then MLS, this game's going on tonight. Galaxy at home, taking on San Jose earthquakes. Um, Couple if, of you were, if you were to look at the galaxy uh, for or third in the Western conference and uh, San Jose's ninth kind of, uh, the galaxy have a way better roster when everyone's healthy, they should blow them out. It's pretty nice value at home. Now the galaxy are one of the few top of the table teams where their goal differential isn't great, which would suggest maybe they've uh, snuck some out and not dominating teams the way you'd expect. But this in the MLS season is also after the inter international breaks as the transfer window closes, when things kind of pick up and the, the boys separate them from the men's, and the Galaxy, clearly a head and shoulders above. Also, they're kind of starting to click offensively. So there you go. Minus 120, I think, is really nice value. Let's go to the second um, part of the sheet. Dre hmm. is an MLS guy. Shout out Zach Castro. If, if there's anybody on the on the staff, and Yahir as well. If, if, uh, stuff. if anybody knows MLS, it's those two. So I, I tend to take their advice, but... On the, on the very limited knowledge, I, I have seen the Galaxy a couple of times this season, and it does seem like they're starting to click at the right time. Uh, I think we've done okay not killing it on MLS. What I've been killing it on is NFL preseason because, uh, geez, I think I'm 4-1 and one on those so far. And no NFL preseason picks here. I am so scared off by these totals, Justin. Um <laughs> Because, you know, like the, I saw the Chiefs total today and I was like, oh, hammer the under. But then it sounds like Chiefs starters will play the first half. So I don't know. Um, back to MLS, back to big three shark take Sounders to win plus 200. Now, Sounders have been uh, top of the top of the table for most of the season. They are taking on the Columbus crew, another team, kind of a, a bottom dwelling squad. They are in the A seed in the Eastern conference. This will be on the road. You always worry about road games with Seattle teams because they have to travel so far, but that juice is hard to turn away. Um, and then let's go to MLB. We've got the 
Phillies taking on the Padres. Now, the Phillies have really, really struggled with their um with their bullpen and the Padres. Well, yeah. And the Padres, while they're starting Blake Snell, have depleted their their bullpen drastically. So I think the over nine is quite juicy here, especially considering two really good offenses. I think two of the uh four favorites uh to win NL MVP here as well. So Plus a hundred is quite nice on that. I like that one. I can tell you right now, based on I mean, we still gotta go through the rest of these, but that one will probably be featured in my big three. I like the value there. Two teams that can hit. Yeah. San Diego, I mean, it is a bit of a pitching park, but yeah, it's not like you need, you know, 14, 15 runs here. I mean, six four game would get it for you, seven three. Exactly. I like um, it. I like the value. And it's one of those where you might even be able to pounce alive like if we add a couple low scoring innings to start this is all about mining the bullpens you know or maybe you wait for that total to lower a little there's a few fun ways to go about it okay and then we finally have um a rockies bet with austin gomber over four and a half k's now the juice at minus 140 not great but everyone loves a low number justin gomby of course 12 and seven on this prop with the over, but only two and five in the last seven. They are taking on the lowly Diamondbacks. And Gomber, after struggling in his last outing, usually has some bounce back games. So that would be my pitch on that one. There's good value there for sure. Uh, I don't know. He's been so inconsistent. 5Ks isn't, it's not a whole lot to bet on from a starting pitcher, especially. In today's baseball, where a starter is basically guaranteed to get you five strikeouts in a game, so long as he's even adequate, you know, that's not mm-hmm. even like a great start anymore. That's just the baseline with the, with the strikeout ratio being as high as it is. But I don't know, there's just something about the rot betting the Rockies in the first game of a road series after they've come from, you know, playing well at home right. that scares the crap out of me. Right. I know it's not counting on offense, I know it's not necessarily the Coors effect that's going to come into play there. But it's just a mojo thing. And it seems like this team, I think they're in their own head when it comes to the road performance. Like I I never think or I never thought I should say that they were going to be a good road team. But I think it's manifested to a point to where they're like they go out on the road and they expect to play poorly. Yeah, the gap really is. um, It's so drastic. It's wild. It's absurd, honestly. Um. Okay, that's a that's a great point. And actually, I think Gomber's not unique in if we look at strikeout props, we've seen more of a hike up early and more of a dip late. And I wonder how much they are. I don't know why I put at Arizona in um the All right, well that changes my line of thinking. I was just going off of based to what was on the graphic. If they're at home, I'm a little bit more willing to consider that they're playing good ball right now. Um I really want to I want to see what the over total is for the runs then if they're at home. There you go. Let's go to our next screen because that is my next pitch, but I wrote it wrong because they are at home over 11 and a half and we can get that at minus 105. That's good value. I'll probably have that one in there especially at Coors Field. Dude, you you're not really counting on either of these pitchers to to kill it necessarily and again, I mean we hit what was it? It was like 14 the other day, and they hit that pretty easily. Um, yeah, it, I mean, they they have been hammering the 
they have been kind of uh, they'll flirt with the over and then mostly they land on the under at Coors, but it's because totals at Coors are almost always. That's what I mean. This isn't this isn't that high for a Coors Field total. I I like that one against the lowly Diamondbacks. Now you're also counting on the Diamondbacks not doing much hitting, right? So it's one thing to have Slam Diego um, in town, and you're going to set that a little higher. But this one's intriguing. Remember, I I sent the notes wrong, so this should be Arizona at Colorado, not vice versa. Minnesota at New York. Um, Yankees just slow starters. And um, twins have kind of given up. So the Nerfie's been hot at plus 125. It's a bit of a counterintuitive Nerfie, but um, that's the thinking here. As somebody that follows the twins, because they're kind of my AL team, I can tell you New York is not a kind place for twins baseball. And at mm-hmm. plus 125, I like that. It is a hitter's park. Yeah. You know, you're, all, you're always worried about, yeah. you know, a lefty just hitting a pop-up at any other part that goes out and then you get a solo home run and that kills you. But there's pretty good value there, especially because both these teams pitch decently well, even though neither of them are like tremendous teams. And then we close it out with um, Braves at Orioles, inspired by my big three where we took the Yurfi. Here you'd simply just take the over 10 and a half at plus 100. The juice is what intrigues. I mean, Baltimore is terrible. off and and if they even score two runs this will probably hit because you're you're expecting atlanta to throw seven eight nine on the board in this game but that would be just my luck you know the one game that baltimore comes out and they win like two one or something yeah i mean that is baseball still that's baseball for you that's why we try to stay away from some of those picks and then we have the odds boost you have a chris sale to record eight plus eight plus strikeouts Battle for MVP, Harper and Fernando Tatis to hit a home run. Or or it's an or. That's oh, or? Nice. That's nice. We love or bets. The Turner time I hate. I've bet on this before. It didn't, but Justin Turner and Trey Turner each to record two plus total bases. And remember, that's kind of defined weirdly. Um, Chiefs and Cardinals to combine for 30 plus first half points. Gosh. That's a lot, and, man, to count on, especially in preseason. You just don't know, like, yeah. yeah, Patrick Mahomes could throw a couple touchdowns and that could hit easily, but you don't know how much they want to give away in preseason. Right. And um, the only boost I see on the UFC is Kevin Gaslam to win by KO, TKO or DQ plus 800. That makes me feel a lot better about my Cannoneer pick because, hate to say it, guys, but that Gaslam pick is cheese and of course you can just reserve all these picks for some college football futures i'll let you mull that over we'll have you lock in your big three when the show right before closing out the show before we get into some college football and we've got a free sgp bet where we can talk a little more rockies got to remind you DraftKings sportsbook number one in the land nothing like it again free bets galore Odds boost galore, 10 unit basically night when Justin was on here um, Wednesday. It's just been phenomenal. Free pools. We had so much fun with the weather pool. And I know now with NFL, college football, we'll get a lot more pools coming our way. I mean, it's just the best. And we're going to talk about all these futures. I've got some Italian soccer bets ready to go for the weekend. Um, I like Everton this this weekend as well in the EPL. Everything can be done 
on the DraftKings Sportsbook. You got to check it out. And right now, new users, you can bet $1 to win 200 any uh, college football market, and you just get $200 in eight $25 free bets, which is a great deal. Those are always a phenomenal way to go about it. And then, you know, if you're a new user, they'll match your deposit bonus up to a thousand bucks. Doesn't get much better than that. Use that code DMVR when you sign up. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. Shout out to DK. Let's go to um, our dilemma of the day because I've I've mentioned it. I've teased it. We've got Justin here. We're ready to talk about some college football futures. And that's our dilemma of the day right there. How to use our free SGP bet and our favorite college football futures. So, Justin, let's jump right into this. We've been able to mull over several different bets on um the draft pod, which you can find in Broncos, Buffs, and Rams feeds every week. Um, but what really stands out of all the futures we've got on this card, and we've finally got Heisman back, we've got, um, you know, you, you can do Natty winner, conference winner, division winner, regular season wins to make the playoffs. Is there one of these that just smacks in the face as a one of your favorite bets out there right now before the season starts. Yeah, I guess, I mean, there's, there's some obvious ones, obviously, and, and we'll dive into some of these, these favorites, you know, talking about Clemson, Alabama, and, yeah. and some of the interesting offers that DraftKings has on them. But if, if we're talking about a college football bet that I just think has a really good chance of hitting, it's actually UNLV over one and a half wins at minus one Oh five. You need them to win two games this year. And if they do, you're going to cash out. I just, I like the value there. UNLV is going to be terrible, but they're going to have one of the best running backs in the conference and Charles Williams. They're, you know, they're not a first year staff. I do like Marcus Arroyo, spent some time with him out in, in Las Vegas for Mountain West Media Days. He's familiar with the conference. I, I've pulled up their schedule before. I should pull it up here again. Um, I just think the the odds of them winning two games are pretty high. And, and, you know, like I, if, if I miss on that one, I can live with it because, you know, I've got a lot of chances for it to hit. Yeah, for sure. Over one and a half to love that from our, uh, you know, our Mountain West Whisper. I love that you started off with your true bed and bread and butter, what you know. Let's stick to the Mountain West then and look at okay. these uh, conference odds. Obviously, Boise, the favorite at minus 130. But I know from conversations you and I have had, maybe that's more off a reputation than actual expectations going into the Mountain West this season. It's just interesting because Boise State was tabbed the preseason favorite. And it's, you know, as you alluded to, almost exclusively based off of their what they've accomplished in the past. Obviously, their their pedigree as a program, they've been dominant since joining yeah. the Mountain West. They oh, yeah. deserve to have the reputation that they have. This isn't me sitting here and throwing shade at Boise State. Yeah. I understand the logic and why they were picked as the preseason conference favorite. But if you pull around the league right now, if you talk to people that follow the Mountain West closely, most people aren't going to tell you that they think Boise State is the best team in the Mountain West heading into this season. They're going to say Nevada, 
or they're going to say San Jose State, both of which you can get at plus money. You can get San Jose State, who won the league last year at plus 400. You can get Nevada at plus 450, which is where I put my money. It's where I would recommend it. They have the best quarterback in the conference Mm -hmm. and Carson Strong, a guy who's, I think, going to be a first-round draft pick this upcoming spring. They've got a Mm -hmm. deep threat in Romeo Dubs. They return their running back. They've got some pieces on defense. They're just an offense that's going to score a lot of points. And if you want to put money on San Jose, San Jose State, that's a bit of a tongue twister. I I would understand the logic there too because they're going to have one of the best defensive lines. They return their quarterback as well, yeah. Nick Starkle, guy who started for a couple of Power Five schools before kind of finding his groove in in San Jose. My long winded point through all this, and I know I'm rambling, so I no, apologize, is that if you want to place money, put it where the value is, and the value yeah. is actually on the two 100%. better teams, San Jose State and Nevada, than Boise State. Again, not throwing shade at Boise State. I just don't think they're the best team in the conference. I mean, I think if the rosters were the exact same, but um, the helmets were switched, Nevada... Boise would be heavy favorites. Yeah, It'd exactly. be like, you know, they'd be like minus 250. Yeah, 100%. So, I mean, there's, there's absolutely value in both those teams at plus 450. Could even kind of hedge there because the value... Exactly. Maybe just throw nice. a little bit on both of them and still probably come out ahead. Exactly. Um, okay, so we've stuck to your bread and butter. Yes, let's go to the bigger, wider scope. Some of these offers and bets that have you intrigued by the big dogs in college football, Alabama and Clemson, the two uh, favorites to win the Natty, plus 250 for the Tide, plus 380 for Clemson. Weird college football season, so much turnover. Um especially at the quarterback position for a lot of these blue blood programs. What do you have your eye on as far as those big dogs go? Yeah. I mean, I think going into the season right now, everybody kind of views Alabama and Clemson as a step ahead of everybody. And, you know, some people are already rolling their eyes because that's not much different than things have been over the last couple of years. The, the big thing that's going to be interesting for all these top programs, you know, Alabama, Clemson to a little bit of a degree, but not quite the same situation. And then Ohio State, these are, you know, the kind of the three top dogs and all of them are relatively unproven at the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I think, you know, whoever ends up having the best season out of those three quarterbacks. And right now my money would be on DJ Ugalele at Clemson yeah. is probably going to come out uh, on top because of that. I like Clemson, you know, if we're talking preseason bets, I like throwing a little bit of money on them to win the national championship. Yeah. One, they're proven. Two, you can still get it at plus money. I also like taking over 11 and a half wins at uh, plus 105 for Clemson. And I'd throw that one out there for Bama too, just because we expect both of these teams to be in their respective conference championship games. And and that does count towards the regular season. So you got to win 12 games between the 12 you've got in the regular season and that that conference championship game. Mm -hmm. You've got a little bit of leeway there if you drop one. Again, that that's that's counting on a lot on those teams, but is there any reason to not count on these teams based on what we've seen over the last half decade? No, not at all. Um, especially Clemson, who's going to have that easier ACC schedule, which is going to be a huge advantage to them. Um, and it's in a way, it's really the over on eleven and a half wins. In a way, a bet for both teams to make the playoffs, because. We're gambling on one loss and them to win their conference. So 
cool. Yeah, it's basically taking it's yeah, it's that bet, but you're probably getting it at a little bit better value. I'd have to pull up exactly. what the yep. I, I don't think you get are. it at even value. Um no, yeah, like Alabama to make the playoff is minus three seventy. Alabama over eleven and a half wins is plus one oh five. If you think they're going to make the playoff, they're going to have twelve plus wins. You That's know, right. so just go That's where right. the money is. Well, and you essentially just gave out a 250 point boost right because yeah. it's essentially the same bet but that's the difference in the two bets is like even money or minus 370 so i guess technically speaking you could end up with a weird situation oh, like sure. we had a couple of years ago oh, where sure. like an alabama goes 10 and 2 or something and they sneak yeah. in as the four seed and then they don't get the conference championship and then it technically doesn't hit but playing the odds if we're talking about what's more likely to happen, you know, if, if you want to put bet on Bama to make the playoff, you might as well just take the over 11 and a half because it's likely going to happen. Yeah, that's super narrow scenario, scenario, not worth 250. Exactly. Of like if you lose in that scenario and you're a Bama fan, you're probably just like, well, would have been fun to make money there, but oh, well. Yeah. And I think what's intriguing about both those programs is while we don't fully know um, Bryce Young and DJ Ugalele, the incoming quarterbacks, kind of feels like they're they're ranked a bit of a head above the rest as far yeah, as totally. the rest of these incumbent quarterbacks. And that's where I'd close out on these player futures for the Heisman bets. I've gone on record and said I really like DJ, the Clemson quarterback, to win it, though we have mentioned before, um, that, that could be a tricky one because, of course, Trevor Lawrence, Taj Boyd, um, Deshaun Watson, all the other great quarterbacks at Clemson, stellar careers as well. Tons of regular season wins. Never got over the, the top and won it. Who would be your favorite to win it? And then if you were to give out a long shot, which is what we see from time to time in the Heisman race. I mean, guys like Kyler, Baker, um, you know, far from heavy favorites coming into the season. Who would that candidate be for you? My favorite right now would be DJ Ugalele, uh, plus 750 Clemson quarterback. I think we we're along the, the same line of thinking when it comes to Clemson going into this year. I hate to admit it. I mean, those that don't know, I, I root for Alabama football, so I'm not a Clemson guy. This yes. is purely talking about the respect I have for that program and the expectations I have for Ugalele going into this season, which are incredibly high. I don't, I just think at some point it's got to correct itself. You know, you mentioned that Trevor Lawrence, he went through three straight years, the best player in college football and never won a Heisman mm -hmm. in hindsight. That's absurd. You know, I, I don't think you yeah. could go through any of those Heisman winners and say none of them were deserving or, you know, Lawrence should have won it over them. But just like when you look at it in a vacuum, it, yeah. it's wild that Trevor Lawrence really was is. as successful as he was and never, he never even really came all that close. So I, mm -mm. no, I think if they have an opportunity to give it ukulele, I think they probably would. But I think it's more just going to come down to the fact that I expect Clemson to run the table. And if he's the best player and there's not, you know, somebody like a Sam Howell or somebody that just throws 60 touchdowns right. or something like that, then it's, it's probably just going to be his. Um, to win as far as a long shot goes, that's a great question. I'm just kind of looking through some of the, I know, the like, numbers here. Carson Strong's all the way down at plus 25,000. 
that's what I was looking for. Honestly, yeah. if we're talking about genuine long shots and man, yes. man, oh man, would he be a long shot? I yeah. mean, he's a guy that's probably going to throw, you know, 45 plus touchdown passes mm-hmm. this season. I don't want to put out a number that's too insane, but I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if he threw close to 60. That's the type of offense that Nevada's going to have. If they were to have one of those seasons where, you know, they they run the table, they've got a couple of power five teams on their schedule. If they put themselves at least in the conversation for the playoff and he can get there, then then who knows, especially if, mm-hmm. you know, Ugalele or Bryce Young or the Ohio State quarterback, if they don't, you know, totally blow us all away. Yes, yeah, Alave mean, at plus eight thousand. I guess I'll throw that out there. I know we've only had one wide receiver win the win the Heisman in the last like thirty years, so that'd be wild. But I do think we're in a different era of college football where it is more likely for a wide receiver to come out on top just based on the way the stats are. And mm-hmm. I just love that dude. You can get Malik Willis at plus eight thousand too. That might be fun to throw out there. I know. I'm just trying to think. Like, when's the last time a non-power five player got was he finalist? I'm, I'm struggling uh, did, recently. Was, was Brennan ever a finalist for Hawaii? Might have been. Might have been. Or yeah, um, been. Uh, or Cobb at Houston, maybe? Mm, mm, right. Or maybe even Keenum. Hmm. That'd be a good question. Yeah, because he'd be intriguing. Um, but yeah, like Carson Strong at plus 25,000 far less crazy than like George Pickens at plus 10,000 or Adrian Martinez at plus 10,000. By the way, on a local note, Jarek Broussard, the Buffs running back, also plus 25,000. I mean, we can all hope that'd be really insane. I'll give a long shot. Talia Tagavailoa plus 10,000. Tua's little bro. That's a great one. There's good value there. I mean, he's going to have an awesome year. We really like his NFL potential. What's really yeah. weird to me, you can get Carson Strong at plus 25,000. But again, this goes back to the a lot of these preseason bets being set on precedent. Mm-hmm. Boise State's quarterback, Hank Bachmeyer, who's coming off of a season-ending injury and multiple quarterback competitions where he didn't even really establish himself as the guy, he's at plus 20,000. It's just one of those where you look at these and there's like, y'all aren't paying that close attention to the Mountain West. Well, and I mean, at the end of the day, there's value in that in being able to mine that inefficiency. And when bets are more about perception than anything else, you know, um, Adrian Martinez at plus 10,000 insane. But again, perception, it's Nebraska fans who want to bet, you know, um, so, so there are opportunities to mine inefficiencies here. Well, if you'll buy that, I've got some oceanfront property in Arizona. I'll sell you. That's all I'm saying, Huskers fans. Damn straight. Yeah, hit them up. Um, all right, let's build this SGP and get ourselves set for the weekend because we've got a freebie. Also, Justin, we gave out a winning SGP on the Wednesday show. The problem is I'm really bad at reading and understanding these lines. So instead of putting in the SGP, the one Rockies pick that was in my big three, which was the Rockies first three innings money line, Uh I simply took a money line on the third inning. So while they were leading through three, the third, they were just tied one, one. So we lost that SGP, dude. That sucks. Yeah, because I, I don't know how to read. So 
Rockies will win. I think we agree on this. Gomber on the mound um, and at home. So you got to love that. I would go. Yeah, I think there's good value there. I'd go alternate line. Would we say over 11 and a half? Yeah, maybe buy it down a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I wonder if that's adjusted since this morning because when I put it down this morning, then we can go to. So already that's plus 190, which was real nice. Rockies and bought down 11 and a half. Hits, you got to take CJ Crone, Mr. Friday. And then I think you got to hit up the other guys who've been really smacking lefties around. So Brendan Rogers and Trevor Story, essentially. Um, and then I hate when we don't have other pitching props. I don't understand some of these. I guess I'm going to have to dive into these, these rules a little bit. Sometimes I try and do the same game parlay and then like I'll click on the one prop that you can't put in a same game parlay or something. And I'll, I don't understand what I did wrong, but I'll have to just got to get more familiar with it. You know, it's a learning it is, process for us yeah. all. No doubt. Um, I'm also feeling a CJ Crone RBI. I think just why not? You know, um, gosh, I really like Trevor's story over one and a half hits at plus 170. Um, CJ Crone, maybe to get an RBI at, yep. at plus 105. Yeah, I like that. And then I think we could cap it off with uh, over the over on the first inning, a little Yurfy. I like it. I like it. Beautiful. We get that at plus 600. Put that free bet on it, and we are ready to roll. Um, yeah, there you go. There you go. Angry Andy letting us know Nebraska fans like to waste money. It's really true. <laughs> it's really true. It's why they should actually make that uh, little red jersey a real thing, you know, just uh, <laughs> let Nebraska fans, fans buy that away. Um, Justin, always a pleasure, my brother. Thank you for filling in this week. Thank you. Wait, I got to give you my big three. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Thank you. Yes. Okay, let's dial it in. What have you decided your big three will be? All right, locking it in. I'm going to go with the Galaxy, LA Galaxy money line at minus 120 against San Jose. Beautiful. I'm going to go with the... uh, over 11 and a half runs in the Arizona Rockies game. Beautiful. And I am going no runs scored in Minnesota at New York in the first inning. All right. Love it. Lock it in. He's Justin Michael. You can find all his great stuff on DMVR Rams. We are DMVR bets. We shall see how our 17 and six record from the week plays out with this final Friday edition. I'm told we should have Ryan back on Monday. Thank you all for tuning in and best of luck this weekend.